Fox answered to your aggravation. The Joy Network. Now. The views and opinions expressed today on Black Focus Radio are not the views and opinions of the station, its management, or its advertisers. Now, let's get ready to focus on our issues, our solutions, using our voices on Black Focus Radio. Welcome to Black Focus, the show designed with our community in mind, where we focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation. Get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. All right, what's happening? Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with me if you want to join the show. (laughs) Uh, We've got a lot of stuff to talk about today, of course. Follow up on some of the things that we missed yesterday. Uh, I hadn't heard from Robert. I'm assuming that he should be here any moment. So we'll get into some of the stuff we discussed yesterday, plus some new stuff. Oh wow! I, I'm uh, I'm a uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna tag that story for the moment, okay? <laughs> because I'm convinced now that white people have lost their minds. Now, don't take it personal, white people, if I'm saying white people, because if you have not lost your mind, then this will not apply to you. Okay? <laughs> but I'm convinced a lot of them have lost their minds. I'm, wait till I tell you about what the governor of Missouri said. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on here in Arkansas. There are some new numbers that are shocking, uh, or it should be shocking to you all. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit, and we mentioned it yesterday, uh, but we are going to talk a little bit today about the 15-year-old girl who was jailed for not doing her homework. We got to talk about that. Uh, I'm still talking about the secret police that the, the feds have, and they could be coming to a town near you you're probably saying, well, why does this matter to me? Well, it should matter to you, okay? And the SWAC has canceled its upcoming season. Let me say that again. The Southwest Athletic Conference has canceled its upcoming season, okay? And we'll talk a little bit about the 13 nuns that are dead Sad story, okay? But a lot of you out there still don't believe that COVID-19 is real. So we're going to get into all of that here in just a moment. Uh, But uh, I want to talk a little bit first about, guess what? Black facts, baby. Dynamic black facts. Our culture, our history, our people. 
All right, as you all know, and there are a lot of new people that listen to the show, every day we try to do black facts. Oh, by the way, let me tell you, I've got a guest on Friday. She's going to sit in with us all Friday afternoon, well, uh, from 1 to 2. Her name is Essie Ward. She's from Little Rock. She's a successful talent scout, and she will be on uh, in studio with us the entire hour to talk about what she does. And if you've got a young lady who is interested in modeling or she doesn't just do modeling, she does, she finds people for advertising and all kind, and scripts and things of that nature. And since we do, uh, we have a, you know, we try to be light and frothy on, on Fridays. Uh, Essie will bring a little, I guess you could say a little light to the show. So we are looking forward to seeing her, uh, on hearing her on the air. So I will remind you all about that uh, later on as well. So uh, looking forward to Essie Ward, uh, powerful black sister, who's going to join us on Friday. Okay, so the black fact today, yesterday we had a black fact about a woman, black woman. And today, yesterday was Mary Fields, the six, the what, the six four, two hundred and forty, fifty pound uh, mail carrier, back in the eighteen hundreds, the first black woman to carry the mail. She was so bad that she would strap the mail to her back and wade through snow to make sure you got your mail. Today we're going to talk about Biddy Bridget Mason. She lived from 1815 to 1891, okay? Born into slavery and was given as a wedding gift to a Mormon couple in Mississippi named Robert and Rebecca Smith. By the way, didn't they say that Mormons didn't have slaves? It's amazing how history will make a lie out of a lot of you. Anyway, in 1847 at age 32, Biddy Mason was forced, listen to this, she was forced to walk from Mississippi to Utah, tending cattle behind her master's 300-wagon caravan. She walked from Mississippi to Utah. Now, let me just say this. I've driven that. I, I've made that drive, okay? Now, I was on the way to Seattle, Washington, but we went the northern route, so it ended up taking us through Kansas and up through Wyoming and Utah. Colorado, dude, that ain't an easy walk. It ain't an easy drive. So can you imagine when they didn't have roads, when they didn't have streets, someone walking cattle, this black woman walking cattle to Utah? My God. After four years in Salt Lake City, Smith took the group to a new Mormon settlement in San Bernardino, California, in search of gold. Biddy Mason soon discovered that the California state constitution made slavery illegal and that her master planned to move them all to Texas to avoid freeing them. With the help of some free blacks she had befriended, she and other slaves attempted to run away to Los Angeles, but were intercepted by Smith and brought back. 
However, <laughs> when he tried to leave the state with his family and slaves, a local posse prevented the flight. Biddy said Robert Smith brought into court, excuse me, Biddy had Robert Smith brought into court on a writ of habeas corpus. She, her daughters, and 10 other slaves were held in jail for their own safety until the judge heard the case and granted their freedom. Now free, Biddy Mason and her three daughters moved to Los Angeles where they worked and saved enough money to buy a house at 331 Spring Street in downtown Los Angeles. Biddy was employed as a nurse, midwife, and domestic servant. She was one of the first black women to own land in the city of Los Angeles. She had the gumption to use part of her land as a temporary resting place for horses and carriages, and people visiting town paid money in exchange for the space. This can be considered the first parking lot in Los Angeles. Knowing what it meant to be oppressed and friendless, Biddy Mason immediately began philanthropic a philanthropic career by opening her home to the poor, hungry, and homeless. Throughout hard work, all right, through hard work, saving, and investing, carefully she was able to purchase large amounts of real estate, including a commercial building which provided her with enough income to help build schools, hospitals, and churches. Her financial fortunes continued to increase until she accumulated a fortune of over $300,000. In today's money, that would be $6 million. Her most noted accomplishment is the founding of the first AME church in California. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce you to Biddy Mason, another bad mama jamma. Great story. And what and I tell you what, I tell you why this story kind of hits home for me too. It's because a friend of mine at one point, and I don't know if she still is, but a friend of mine was the pastor of the first AME church in Los Angeles. Her name is Rosalind Smith. She goes by the names of Rosalind Brookins now. But yeah, homegirl right here from Little Rock, Arkansas, who grew up at Bullock Temple CME Church right on 16th and Park, was at one point the pastor. In fact, the first, if I remember correctly, the first black female pastor at that church in some time. So shout out to my girl Rosalind Brookins and shout out to Biddy Mason for understanding. And you know what? what she, she had to be... Was she self-taught? That's worth some more research because she was smart enough to make the first parking lot. Can you imagine? Have you been to Los Angeles lately? <laughs> Have you tried to park downtown? Oh, my God. Man, it's a nightmare. I I'm just asking y'all. Have y'all been to Los Angeles lately? Anybody? I I it's It's crazy, man. So to hear that a sister was the first person to create a parking lot in Los Angeles, man, it has come a long way. And that's our black fact for today. Keep 
listening to Black Focus Radio. For more dynamic black facts, our culture, our history, our people, on joinetradio.com. All right, and by the way, if you would like to sponsor Dynamic Black Facts, you can give me a call at 615-554-0568, and we'll hook you up with a nice package. That's a good, you know, that's a good story about Biddy Mason. And, and the fact of the matter is that this lady lived from 1815 to 1891, okay, and was smart enough to make sure that she would leave a legacy, and the first Black, the first AME church in Los Angeles, that's what she founded. So I'm very proud of her. Very proud of her. I mean, when you go back in history, I'm going to tell you, man, our sisters are doing it for themselves. Always have been. Shout out to Memphis, Minneapolis, Hot Springs, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and everybody else that's listening around the country. Of course, everybody's listening on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. You can call me up if you got if you want to talk on the show. 855-525-5683 is the number. You miss any part of the show, I do have a we do have a podcast. Just look for Black Focus Radio uh on whatever um platform you you uh listen to podcast. And I will tell you yesterday's show is not on the podcast. I forgot to post it. In fact, I forgot to save it yesterday uh when uh, I, I left, so charge it to my head and not to my heart. So we got to redo. We got to redo yesterday's show. No, actually, it's it's on YouTube and Facebook. It's just not on the podcast. Okay. So sorry about that, people. Okay, but today's will be there. That those melodious dulcet tones you just heard is my co-host Robert Webb. Hey, Robert. What's up, Black? How you doing? Hey, Black, I'm up in this piece. Oh, by the way, I meant to tell you, I read uh, Ryan's, uh, one of his uh, stories on his uh, blog. Pretty good, huh? Not bad at all for a youngin'. And especially yeah, pretty good. somebody of your loins, you know, <laughs> but, you know, but yeah, not, not bad. Not bad, man, not bad. Good I was pretty him. proud of the kid. Yeah. That was pretty good, man. Yeah, good. The, the key is uh, being consistent. Yeah, you got to get consistent yeah. with in it. In other words... If you're going to do a blog, Ryan, if you're listening, you got to do it. If it's going to come out once a week on, on every Thursday, it needs to come out once a week every Thursday. Yeah, you got to be consistent, okay? bro. You got to be consistent. Don't, don't do it one week and then for three weeks you don't do anything else. That's how you lose your, your following. But overall, good job. Good job. So if y'all want to check out my son's blog, it's webblog.com, I think it is. Let me make sure. Okay. And then they can just search Ryan Webb. Yeah, well, they can just go straight to the blog. I'm trying to okay. Get good. The, go ahead and get that information for them because I was proud of the young man. I said, "Is this Robert's son?" Yeah, that's funny, man. Long. It's webtimes.blogspot.com. Say it yeah. again. Webs webtimes. Period. Blogspot.com. You gonna post that on your Facebook page? No. Why not? I don't know. I just don't. 
post. Well, yeah, I guess I can. Why post won't it you on post there. your son stuff on Facebook? Well, I'll post it on there, man. I'll post Gosh. it on there. Well, Mark already did it for me. It would look better if Dad did it. All right, cool. I'll post it. I'll post Gosh. it. If that makes you happy, David, I'll, I'll post just, it. I, do I have to give you Dad tips now? Thank you, Dave. I appreciate you. You're you. welcome, Michael. <laughs> I give you a few. Shoot. I appreciate you, pops. I'm just saying. I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> So we got a lot of stuff to talk about today, of course. Uh, we'll kind of circle around on some of the things that we talked about yesterday. Uh, but uh, I certainly want to talk about, did you hear what the Missouri uh, governor said? <sighs> it's only so much It's only did, so much as hear? I could take, did, did you hear? I heard. I heard pizza. Did, did I didn't hear the whole thing. I so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that today. But I will start with this. Arkansas ranks third. For COVID nineteen hospital hospitalizations per capita, third. Mm-hmm. That's not like that's like third in the nation, right? Okay, but hey, hey, ain't no COVID nineteen, ain't ain't no COVID nineteen. What is that? Come on, that's a hoax. That's a conspiracy theory. Ah, oh, come on. <sighs> You, you you people will never learn. Yeah, I said you people. <laughs> <laughs> That's cruel, man. You people will never learn. You're a cruel cat. You know. You're a cruel cat. And it, it reminded me, someone posted this this morning, and I had to, I have to, I have to, because I thought it was so on point. You know, because the president has been saying the reason that we're getting uh, there's more cases is because there's more testing. So, so <laughs> you know, and I, and by the way, I'd be curious to see what the percent positive rate in Arkansas is. See, the reporters here in Arkansas don't ask those kinds of questions because they're too busy trying to curry favor with elected officials as opposed to being reporters and journalists. But I would be curious to see what the percent positive is because I guarantee you it's over 10%. But someone posted this, you know. The reason the country is having so many heat waves is because we have so many thermometers. More than any other country. If we stopped looking at thermometers now, we'd have very few days over 80 degrees, if any. Mm. There you go. There's no comment. That means some things, some things you just can't comment on. There you go. Some things you just can't comment on. So when you hear this certain person make those stupid, asinine statements that he continues to cling to, just be aware that he's an idiot. It's been proven now. No, let me take that back. He's a racist idiot. Okay. I, I I just had I'm sorry I, I'm purging early this today I I, I got to get mine in before Robert get to talking because you know that that guy you know he'll talk really really he he over talk everybody <laughs> <laughs> you're funny you're funny so that's just hilarious just just letting y'all know uh, that you know the problem with the heat is the thermometers it make you know it makes all the sense in the world now. Uh, it really does. It really does. Uh, let's see here. What is? Uh, well, I, don't, I don't care about that Facebook. 
Some of your videos were flagged because they include content that belongs to someone else. Your your videos? Mm-hmm. That's what Facebook just sent me. Why Facebook treating you like that? That you know, it's a conspiracy. The white man has gotten to it. <laughs> people that the people you that came problems. the people that came for Nick Cannon, they coming for us now, man. You know, they're coming for us. I'm coming for you, darling. But yeah, I would like to know what the per- percent positive is, you know, because that's that's the number that you ought to be paying attention to. A lot of people don't pay attention to that is that particular number because if you pay attention to that number that tells you now the percent positive rate if we are supposed to be in good standing related to this virus should be about i want to say i think they said four or five percent oh really people places like florida and texas you know where they are where 30 percent uh 18 19 18 19 okay you know so <clears throat> Excuse me, and I don't doubt that Arkansas is any different. So um, that's what we need to pay attention to, because I'm beginning to hear from a lot of teachers here in Little Rock and and other places where y'all can pretend all you want, but these teachers are not happy going back to school. Y'all y'all can y'all can fake it all you want, and I don't blame them. They're not happy going back to school. And when you begin to listen to some of these these officials, then you'll begin to realize that, man, I wouldn't believe them if if my life depended on it. And you know what? It does. It does. Well, we gotta okay. get Tracy in. We gotta get Tracy in a call in a day and tell uh, us. Sure, a little bit I'd about, love to have Tracy. Tell us in. a little bit about what's going on. So here's the governor from Missouri. Okay. And the governor of Missouri is named Mike Parson. Remember him on your upcoming ballot and make sure that you don't check his name if you live in Missouri. Okay. During a radio interview this past Friday, the Republican noted that children have to go back to school. I, I think we can all agree with that statement that children need to go back to school when it is safe, right? Nope. Parsons wants kids to go back to school right now and ask that they will get COVID-19. But listen, but we'll get over it. So I'm just curious before I move on with this story. Let me do this little thing called this little interweb trick that we that we have. It's called Google. <laughs> okay? And I'm just going to go out here and I'm going to Google Mike Parson. Okay? Let me let me pull up his I'm sure he's got a bio out here somewhere. I'm sure of that. Okay. Who Parsons? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. And what is he? Uh, he's the governor of Missouri. And, and what is he? He's the governor of Missouri. Is is he an MD? Um, I, I'm looking at his bio right now. 
And I'm doing this because I like to be clear. When I tell you that there are certain people, look, it's kind of like me. A lot of stuff that I parrot out to you is just that I'm parroting from news stories or, 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 or interviews and things of that nature. I say I'm parroting. I'm not speaking from an authoritative point of view. Okay? So this is, that is something that maybe these, these politicians need to figure out. So as I go out here, I'm still looking now. I'm looking at his bio, and there's nothing in his bio that says MD. MD. Okay? That means, for those of you all who don't know, that means medical doctor. Okay? Let me just read a little bit from his education part. Okay? In 1975, he enlisted in the U.S. Army and over six years served two tours in the in wait a minute, the military police. He wasn't even on the front lines. While in the Army, he attended night classes. <laughs> Dave, you, are, the, you are cruel, man. Wait a minute. At the University of Missouri, Okay, and the University of Hawaii without, uh-oh, 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 without completion of a degree. So wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. 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 Hold on, man. Now look, you. I will tell you that you don't have to have a degree to have some form of intelligence. Very true. That Very doesn't, uh, whatever letters you have behind your name does not determine how smart you are. Very true. It only means, hey, Tamika, how you doing? Hey, you're looking good. I've been seeing you on Facebook. Uh, you look fantastic. Keep up the great work, okay? Um, but if you're going to run a state with your background where you didn't get your degree, Governor Parson, Shouldn't you defer anything of substance to people who know what the hell they're talking about? Let me let me continue, and then I'll get back to the story. But let's. But this one thing that we have to talk about when you talk about your boy Parsons. Okay. You know he was the one in 2007 who expanded the Castle Doctrine, right? Tell them what the Castle Doctrine is. You have a right to you have a you have a right to shoot and kill somebody mm -hmm. that come on your property. But he extended he he expanded it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna see if I can find. What he did. Okay. Let me see if I can find it. Now, here's some more stuff. Following his military service, after becoming a college dropout, nothing's wrong with that. I was too. I ain't mad about it. I've been pretty successful without that degree. Miley, we've been Miley okay, right? Okay. Without yeah. a degree, we've been oh, yeah. Miley okay. Yeah. If, yeah. If, yeah. if you have some modicum of intelligence, yeah. We occasionally eat dinner. Yeah, okay. Uh, he returned to Hickory County to serve as deputy. In 1983, he transferred to Polk County Sheriff's Office to become its first criminal investigator. He purchased his first gasoline station in 84. The following year, he started a cow and calf operation. Yeah, I need that governor. 
becoming a third-generation farmer. Parsons served 12 years as Polk County Sheriff before being elected to Missouri House of Representatives in 2004. Tommy Robinson all over again. Yeah, he is. But here's my point, is that you have a guy who doesn't know his butt from a stethoscope telling you about medical issues. See, herein lies the problem with this COVID-19 thing. So let me, let me finish the story. During a radio interview on Friday, the Republican noted that children have to go back to school. All right? I think we can all agree to that. Here's what Parsons said. These kids have got to go back to school. They're at least, they're, they are, they're at the lowest risk possible. And if they do get COVID-19, which they will, wait a minute. If they get COVID-19, which they will, I'm still quoting. I'm still quoting. That's not me. This is the governor of Missouri. And they will, when they go to school, they're not going to hospitals. They're not going to have to sit in a doctor's office. They're going to go home and they're going to get over it. We got to move on. We just can't let this thing stop us in our tracks. <sighs> Is it painful for you? I'm going to tell you like this. Y'all can believe that fool if you want. Let me, let me ask you something. Anyone who has ever had kids, what is your most miserable time? When they're sick. When they're sick. Yeah. I, I don't care if you've had kids and you've been around and you're raising your kids, the most miserable time that you have with kids is when they're sick. And you know why? Because you don't, you don't, you have no control. You can't fix it. Mm-hmm. I remember my son. We were in, uh, we were at the uh, the um, the black the uh, the I'm trying to think the black uh, the African Street Fest. That's what I'm trying to get out. Okay. In Nashville, and he was about seven, and he just passed out. Damn. He just he just passed out. We were walking. How old was he? Uh, he had to be about seven or eight. Okay. We were just walking. And, of course, it was hot. He wasn't hot or anything. We had just gotten there. Okay. And next thing I knew, we were walking beside each other, and he was he kept leaning on me and leaning on me. And then the next thing I know, boom, he had passed out. Passed out. And good thing he, I was there. I, he just kind of fell in my arms. Okay. So we left, you know, and I was – we took him to the hospital. You know, he came back to consciousness right. before. You know, after about a minute or so, took him to the hospital. They couldn't figure out what what was wrong with him. Took him home. You know, all while that whole weekend. You know, every ten or fifteen minutes, I'm going in there to check on him. Right. I'm checking to see if he's breathing. I'm, 
you know, I was afraid to even let him take a, go to sleep for a while. Right, right. And, you know, that wasn't the only time that he was sick. But that, that moment to me stands out because I was miserable. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on with him. I was scared. Right. You know, the doctors couldn't tell me what had happened, what had caused right, it. Right. They could only suggest maybe it was something he ate. Right. You know, he had an allergic reaction. The heat, he couldn't have been the heat because he was out there. We were out there maybe five minutes. Right. I was miserable. I got you. So for this governor to just simply say, well, they're going to go home and get over it is the epitome of stupidity. Nobody's, nobody ever said these guys were smart, Dave. You, you, <laughs> you, you, you got to stop that. And, and by said the way, how many other people that when they catch this virus, we've talked about this, when they go home, how many people are going to catch it because that kid is there? Man, the, we went through this yesterday. Right. This is crazy. The numbers is, can't. You, the, the numbers are incalculable. But we should talk more about Parsons because he's an idiot. It, we man. should talk more about him. <laughs> he's really an idiot. I, I know, man. This guy is a straight up idiot. Yeah, how did he is. become? How did he become governor? Missouri. What the hell's wrong with y'all? But then again, we've got Asa Hutchison. Well, check this out, though. This is why I like Parsons. I love Republicans. They're like less government, right? <laughs> They're always saying less government. So in oh. 2017, Parsons saw a $125,000 $125, increase to his 463000 budget, which included 35000 to reimburse himself for travel mileage during state business. He also bought 10000 for out-of-state travel. In 2018, he asked for an additional 25000 to pay for a part-time personal driver, but decreased his overall budget request to 541000 In response to criticism, his office has routinely stated that his office and salary is the smallest of any statewide elected Missouri official. This was as lieutenant governor. This is no other time, but this guy is just, he's just wrought with stuff, though. Yeah. He's a, he's a good one. We should just talk about him for hours. I mean, he's a nut, man. This uh, it makes no sense to me why you would even believe these people. I mean, stop listening to these politicians, please. You know, they're telling you that it's okay if your kids get sick. And by the way, Many of those kids who's going to get sick, they don't have health insurance. Think about that. And their parents don't have health insurance. So can you imagine mama having diabetes and he comes home and little Johnny comes home and he's sick? By the way, who's going to take care of this sick kid? Who, who's going to take care of the sick kid when he's at home? Think about that. It's going to be mama, right? It's going to be mama taking care of the sick kid. So guess what's going to happen to mama? She'll, prob she'll probably get sick too. And because of her comorbidities, she'll probably end up dying. And what happens if she has three other kids? Now we've got orphans, potential orphans. Wait, wait. Uh-oh, we got more. Wait. Uh, wait, we've got breaking news. Breaking There's news. more on the governor of Missouri, as, Governor as, Parsons. As of March 13, 2020, 
Parsons had announced the first two known cases of coronavirus 2019 in Missouri, one in St. Louis and one in Springdale. And he says both are in quarantine. Parsons said the administration had received $13 million in federal aid to combat the COVID-19 pandemic and that of every every test taken for the virus, only those two were positive. He said there were no cases of the virus spreading in Missouri. That was on the 13th. On March 17th, he announced that Missouri has grown to 15 confirmed cases. <laughs> I love him. Parsons said that the state would soon expand to 10,000 tests per day by April 1st and would look into more protective measures for law enforcement and firefighters. Parsons said that his declaration of a state emergency in Missouri freed $7 million in funding to fight the COVID-19 pandemic, despite risk over the ineffectivity, infectivity of the coronavirus, Parsons left the decision to close schools up to school districts. Following similar actions by the governor of Kansas, Parsons announced that effective 12 a.m. March 17th, all casinos in Missouri would close. He made this announcement after cons- consultation with the chairman of the Missouri Gaming Commission. On March 21st, Parsons announced a new response plan to the COVID crisis, one precaution of which banned gatherings of more than 10 people in Missouri. The plan was set to move into effect at midnight on March 23rd and end at midnight on April 6th. The plan also banned dining in restaurants, preferring takeout and drive-through. As they decided to close Missouri, and denying demands from across the nation and statewide health industry and state statewide health industry while more than 1500 new cases of covid had been confirmed in Missouri one of 10 states to remain open during the growing pandemic and after St. Louis and Kansas City issued strict local stay at home orders Parsons issued a general statewide stay at home order on April 3rd to take effect three days later. The order was later extended to May 3rd, mirroring a similar extension by Kansas Governor Laura Kelly. Parsons simultaneously issued a statement order, issued a statement order closing public schools until the beginning of the new year in late 2020. Once the order expired, he designated responsibility to the counties for enforcing social distancing as well as the state's reopening. Comparing Comparing the situation to local health care department monitoring restaurants. Yeah, in July 2020, Parsons argued for the reopening of schools. He said school children are at low risk, are at low lowest risk possible. And if they do get COVID-19, they will, Dave. And they will when they go home to school. They're going to go they're going to go to the hospital and they're going to go home and they're going to go to get over it. How can you not like this guy? But listen, but listen, it gets and as they say on those commercials, there's more. But there's more. <laughs> there's Wait more. just a minute. If you order right now, you'll get double the stupidity. In June, in July 2020, Parsons said he would parole Mark McCluskey and Patricia McCluskey, mm-hmm. a St. Louis couple. Yep. Who pointed guns at George Floyd protesters mm-hmm. near their home on a private yep. street mm-hmm. if they were convicted of crimes? Mm-hmm. Gotta love it, man. You gotta love it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, by the way, those are the people of you. You've probably seen them on the news and Facebook, where one the man. And by the way, both of them were lawyers, from what I understand. Uh, who actually the guy had an M16, and the woman had looks like a little a 22 or something like that. And they were pointing them at the protesters, claiming that they were in fear of their lives. But if you listen to the media, the media says that it's the it's the uneducated folks who are who are racist, not the educated mm-hmm. ones. No, that's what they say, Dave. No. That's what they say, Dave. Mm-hmm. You got to read the tea leaves. The tea leaves mm-hmm. say it's not the educated. It's not educated it's, white folks who don't who don't like black folks. It's the uneducated uneducated black white folks who don't like black. Folks. All of them. They Come run, on, Dave. They run the gamut. Stop it, Dave. It doesn't matter what type of – you would tend to believe that the more educated you are, the less racist you would be. But the fact that that just doesn't boil out. Boil out. Remember the sister that was in Harvard who was sleeping in the um, – In the, the quad. The, the quad. That was at Harvard. So, no, racism is something – racism is like COVID-19. You've got to be willing to avoid it to get over it. I'm just saying, you know. But this guy's a, I mean, he basically said what Trump said. Oh, it's just a few people, and afterward it'll, it'll go away, and then it bloomed to 15 people. And this is why these people don't need to be in office. This is why we've got to do a better job of making sure that these people are vetted. And this is why, if you are voting in this upcoming election, that anything that looks like a Republican, that smells like a Republican, that talks like a Republican, you got to vote against their asses. I don't disagree with that sentiment, my friend. It's, it's pretty clear that this party has went off the deep end. It, it, it's, it's pretty clear now. But just so you know, I just want to make it clear, I am, I am going to vote for my good friend, Tim Griffin, who's running for governor, who's currently lieutenant governor, I will be giving him. My, I will be giving him my vote this year. <sighs> but I'll also be voting for Joe Elliott for state for uh, Congress. So that's not. There you happen. go. What's not going to happen? Uh, that's. That, I'm saying that's not going to help. What? Why you're, can I? What? You're voting for Republican. I'm voting for one. I will not be voting in the upcoming governor's race. Period. Dave, can I get you to vote for? Tim Griffin ain't gonna happen. <sighs> I gotta get Tim on the show, man, because you're just not gonna do right. Sorry, I gotta get Tim on the show. I, I look. At what this, do you have against my friend Tim? It, Tim it, Griffin. It, it doesn't have anything to do with with Tim. You can't lump him in with all the other ignorant Republicans. Okay, they're l- not l- all. Let ignorant. me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Okay. What has what's his name? Tim Scott. <laughs> you're real funny. <laughs> Tim Griffin. Tim Griffin. What has Tim Griffin? said recently since he's been lieutenant governor to come out against some of the stupidity of the Republican Party. He hadn't said a lot, but the thing I know about Tim is when I call him and someone needs help with a state issue, regardless, he never asks me what color they are. He just helps them. So I respect Uh, that. So when you call him to get a golf game, he always (laughs) says yes. I don't play golf with Tim. You know, I don't play golf with you're Tim. You're trying to get a golf game with Tim. No, I'm not trying to get a golf game okay. with Tim. My, my point is this. What's that? Okay. It's, it's kind of like, you know, if let's say if you are a guy and you see a woman being physically abused, 
most men would step up and say, hey, you're not going to abuse that woman in my presence. Would I you, get that. Would you agree, I agree with that? I agree with that. Okay. In other words, if there's something that isn't right, most men will stand up against that. The Republicans don't do that. They know that what is going on statewide and nationally, they know it's wrong. Or I don't, let me take that back. I don't even know if they know it's wrong. And that's, that's even more pathetic. But let's, let's give them the benefit of the doubt that they have, they have <clears throat> some synapses still firing in those brains that's been eaten up by moonshine. Okay. So, and, and interbreeding. Okay, Dave. So the thing I think is important for us to understand is it's no different than, than Dem- Democrats and Republicans are no different, right? You don't go against the party lines regardless because you don't want anybody to run anyone against you in a primary. And we've seen that happen before. If Democrats go against the party line, the Democratic Party runs somebody against them. If Republicans go against the party line, they also have people run against them. Now, unfortunately, we aren't sophisticated enough to understand what this means. We think that because they run somebody against them, they're doing a terrible job. No, usually when they run somebody against them, that means they're doing something that makes sense for all of us, and they run somebody against them because if they're not going to toe the party line, then they're not going to be there, right? So I understand why these guys don't come out and say certain things because they don't want any they don't want anybody else to fund a candidate to run against them because it makes it hard for them to raise money. Because if they're gonna if they're trying to get rid of you, they're gonna call all the supporters and say, "Hey, we're not supporting David Coleman, so don't give David Coleman any money." And guess what, Dave? It's hard to raise five million dollars. That's what you need to win a campaign. It's hard to raise five million dollars when all when all your speakers have been turned off. So yeah, I understand these guys not doing that. I understand these guys not coming out and saying, "Hey, um, I don't agree with my I don't agree with my Republican my my Republican cohorts." I, I, I understand that. I understand that completely. It's politics one on one. But again, hang on, hang on, I, gotta, I know you're gonna play your music. I, I don't gotta, care. I but it's the truth. Music. It is. It is what it is. That's why I always say we have to well, understand you, the game. You know what? If we don't understand the game, how can we? How can we ever understand how is, what's being played and that, what's going on? That makes you not you, but that makes those people despicable human beings. Because at the end of the day, in my opinion, I elect. I expect um, my politicians, the people that I've look. I'm voting for Joyce Elliott. Is there any doubt that Joyce Elliott won't speak her mind? It depends on what it is. I don't think she'll speak her mind on the issue on a topic that is not not supportive of the Democratic Party. If she doesn't want them to run someone against her, well, you cut me off. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I? Yeah, I guess I did. Yeah. Yeah. If she doesn't want if she doesn't want anybody to be ran against her, yeah, they'll cut her off. But here, here at some point. But that's our fault, though. We can't be upset with people who, for not speaking up when we are not out there on the front lines for them, and we are not. When usually, when people stand up for us, we disappear. I would agree, but here's my point: morals over politics, and. Those are the types of people. That's that easy I for you and I to sit here and say on the radio. But if you're sitting in some office and you're really trying to make have an impact on somebody's life in some kind of way, but you just said it's our fault. It is our fault. Okay, so if we, as the voting public, demand morals over politics, so you're talking about me, you, and about twenty other people, Dave. 
Well, the, actually, the, I'm are, talking about me. That are educated and informed, right? That are informed about what's going on in our communities. Because uh, a lot of people aren't informed yeah. about what's going on in our communities. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people who are who are even involved in the process still don't understand what's going on. I mean, it's it's a lot. It's more. It's it's not as simplistic as we make it when we have these conversations, right? So you don't want somebody. Uh, you want people. You want to make people toe the company line because if they don't, you come inform. Well, don't be making fun of Governor Parsons anymore for the rest of the show, then. Hell with Governor Parsons. Uh, oh, you can't do that. Yes, I can. You you can't do that. He's married to Teresa. Teresa Parsons is the first lady of Missouri. She's Teresa Parsons. I bet she can milk cows with the best of them. And Parsons endorsed Mitt Romney in the 2012 election against Obama. Mm, and Donald that. Trump in 2016. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Man. Um, actually, well, my, my point is this, and I, and I hear what you're saying. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, but at the end of the day, that's the problem, is that we don't have people that are in these offices that have any morals. They, they've sold out to the highest bidder. They've sold out to the people that will fund their campaigns, and those people who vote for them be damned. That's the problem with American politics right now. And if, if this de- so-called experiment in democracy is going to make it, then that's going to have to change. And that's going to have to change really quickly. Otherwise, we're going to be in a whole lot of problems going forward. That, that's, that's all I'm saying. Okay? No, I don't disagree. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I was, while Robert was, was talking, I was trying to find the number of children that have tested positive in the state of Arkansas. If you all out there are listening and if you all can go and go to your computers and find that information and forward that link to me, I would really appreciate it because I'm yet to find anything. And the reason that's important is because what, what is, in my opinion, transpiring now is and they're saying that the majority of the new cases of COVID-19 are 40 and under. I think the number was like 80. 40 and under. Yeah, I think the number was like 80% of the new cases were 40 and under. So that means that younger people are spreading this virus. And then you couple that with the statistics from, from Florida last week that told us that one-third of the children tested were tested positive for the virus, the, what we got to start looking at is children and the number of children that are testing positive because that seems to be where the spread is happening. Right. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not an epidemiologist or anything like that. I'm only going by what the doctors are saying. So we've got to start looking at these numbers and it's asinine, if not stupid, and I'm being kind, to be saying, well, let's send these kids back to school when we know they're going to catch the virus and they're going to bring that virus home to mom and daddy and mom and daddy is going to kick the bucket and the state is going to say, oh, well, we can't do nothing for you. Okay, and by the way, we can't sue the schools. Before we go to break, one, one last piece on your boy Parsons. It's from the U.S. Times and World Reports. 
So this is the article saying the 10 most visible governors, right? So this is Parsons, Parsons finally issued a shelter-in-place order for Missouri on April 6th after resisting the move for weeks. Even though the Republicans left loopholes, even though the Republican left loopholes that allow even non-essential businesses to remain open and undermined his own policy, calling it a piece of paper. <laughs> his obstinates, even as medical experts and local leaders within his state pledged, pleaded with him to take action as the number of cases rose, triggering the non the nonpartisan Cook County report to downgrade his chances of winning re-election in the gubernatorial election in November. Now, what's interesting about this list, though, is they got your boy Rick DeSantis. Um, Gavin Newsom is on here, but he's he's you know he's getting positive reviews. Uh, your girl Gretchen, I, mean, I, I can't do that because I've been the young lady Gretchen Whitmer from Michigan, Mike Devine from Ohio. They got uh, Andrew Cuomo from New York, and Larry Hogan from Maryland. I like Larry Hogan. Have you checked him out? Yeah, he's a Republican. I like too. him. Yeah, I like him. So yeah. you, that's why I say you can't lump them all in. I like him. I've heard a couple of his interviews. But but man. what is he doing? Yeah, but man, yeah, he's doing. You, you get my point. Well, but but let me. He's but, making my point. But hold on, no, hold on, no. Don't. I like him doing the Corona. I like him doing what's going on with Corona. But he's also done some things, and that's why I say I don't. I don't lump Asa in with the, all the other Republicans because he has done some things that I didn't expect him to do, especially with the thing what he did with um, um, uh, justice reform when he went to that meeting with the NAACP and some other organizations. I, I really didn't expect him to do that. So that did surprise me. Honestly, that Wolf did surprise me. Wolf in sheep's clothing. No, I have to give the man credit, Dave. You're just going to a- beat him up. Asa is one of the slickest. He's one of them slick Republicans. Well, I'm not going to say he's slick. He lets everybody else do his <laughs> dirty work, and he 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 likes to keep uh, keep a positive stature going out there. I'm not saying he's slick, Dave. What I am saying yeah, he's is that I like that he has been willing to work on both sides of the aisle. He has not. Oh, you been mean strictly you Republican. mean like you you mean like saying that Arkansas needs health care, but. His attorney general is trying to destroy the affordable health care. You mean like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, I'm yeah, just, that's I was, what I mean. I, I was just wondering. All right, we got to take top five break. We'll be back in a moment. In a moment. Vote against anything and everything. <laughs> <laughs> The Law Offices of James F. Swindoll provides our clients the personal care and attention that larger law firms cannot offer. Our experienced attorneys have brought hundreds of cases to verdict in state and federal court and recovered millions for our clients. If you or a loved one have been injured or have property wrongfully damaged, we may be able to help. Do not hesitate to contact our firm anytime for a free attorney consultation. Call one 1- 800-848-1290. That's 1-800-848-1290. Or email inquiries at arkansas-personal-injury.com. Our law offices are centrally located at 212 Center Street in Little Rock. That's the law offices of James F. Swindoll personal injury and products liability attorney serving Arkansas since 1977. 
Hello to quality time at Marco's. Hello to the best part of the day and to making someone else's. Say hello to late nights and to the best night ever. These are the primo moments, and they call for Italian quality pizza. Dough made from scratch every day. Sauce with a history in the making from the original Giamarco recipe. Say hello to an authentic favorite. Every store, every day, the Italian way. Hello, Primo. It's time. Many of us can no longer afford to stay at home. We have to go back to work. We need the PPE protective personal equipment to keep us safe from coronavirus. Habibis is very, very pleased to say that they've been able to acquire some face shields, face masks, hand sanitizers, digital thermometers for checking the temperature at the forehead, of course, gloves to protect you since you've got to go back. Please get your emergency supply today. Don't be caught with tissue paper mask and thin gloves that will expose you to the coronavirus. Check out our websites. We have two websites. One is GoHHM or Habibi's Home Medical. Dot com or habibismedical.com. There you can find all of these products with listed prices. You can order directly online and pick up at the store if you like, or we ship all across the state and around the world. I'm Rizal Aaron. We invite you to join us for the Power of Justice broadcast every Tuesday and Thursday from 11 a.m. till 12 noon right here at JoyNet Radio Studios where we talk about issues concerning civil rights, human rights, social justice, and all of the areas that impact civil rights and human rights in Arkansas, but also across the country. Tell a neighbor, tell a friend every Tuesday and Thursday right here at JoyNet Radio, beautiful downtown Little Rock, Arkansas. We look forward to seeing you on the radio. You got it. England and East Little Rock's answer to your aggravation. The Joy Network. Now. The views and opinions expressed today on Black Focus Radio are not the views and opinions of the station, its management, or its advertisers. Now, let's get ready to focus on our issues, our solutions, using our voices on Black Focus Radio. Welcome to Black Focus, the show designed with our community in mind, where we focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation. Get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. All right, welcome back to the show. David Coleman, Robert Webb in the house. Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with us. Um, You can also catch us on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you miss any part of the show, uh, check out the podcast. Just search for... Black Focus Radio and subscribe and review. Okay. So we spent a lot of time talking about Robert's favorite governor, Parsons from Missouri. You know, Dave's favorite governor. Yeah. yeah. And well, I, look, I'm still looking for the, the, the statistics as what? it relates to the number of kids that were, have tested positive in the state of Arkansas. Oh, okay. I, I, I'd like to have those numbers. Uh, if if there are any uh, enterprising reporters 
who are going to go to the uh, press conference with the governor today, that might be an interesting question to ask him. Okay. Now, the percent positive rates, I've got all 50 states. So let me see, like the state of Washington, they were the, one of the first states to get hit. Their percent positive rate right now, and this was updated on the 21st, uh, their percent positive rate, which was today, by the way, is 5.10. They're the best in the nation. So what that means is that only 5% of the people that they are testing positive, that they are testing, are testing positive for the virus. So that state has basically gotten it under control. And if you go through this list, many of the, the, the states who have it under control, let me, let me give you some, like New York, they're 1.5. Just 1. to give you 5. the difference. Jesus. Okay. Vermont is 0.81. Maine is 0.1. New Jersey is 1.4. Hawaii is 1.49. Massachusetts, 2.3. District of Columbia, 2%. Michigan, 2.69. Now, remember... These were places that initially took this virus serious, and they went out and began to do things to make sure that their citizens would be protected. Now, and also remember that at one point, New York City was a hell, was hell up there. Yeah. So think about where they came from in, in March and April and where they are today. But it's interesting. So what they're saying about kids, though, is that, okay, so let me read this. It says the diagnosis of COVID-19 requires detection of SARS. So they're not looking for COVID. They're actually looking for SARS because mm-hmm. if you have SARS, then you have COVID, for kids anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. And, and here's the other thing, that even though kids can get it, they don't know what the after effects will be. No, they have a mortality rate for kids, right? Right. They so. don't know, is, is that going to come back later? We don't know, and I was listening to a doctor who said, the question was asked, well, if you, have, if you get the virus, does, do you get antibodies and that keeps you from getting it later? And she said, we don't know. The evidence that they've seen thus far shows that no, it does not. So that means that you can get it again. And it makes sense because it's a virus. Right. What is the flu? The flu is a virus. Well, the thing that's interesting is they keep saying they want people who have already uh, had the virus to come back and give blood, right? Well, that's that's testing. Well, no, they said they want to come back and give blood because they want to use those antibodies, supposedly, that's, uh, to, that's, help, to help heal other so, people. But so, but, uh, yeah, they're saying that, but that doesn't mean that, they're, that it's going to work. They are depending on old, I shouldn't say old medicine, but tried and true medicine as it relates to antibodies. Okay, when you catch a germ, you develop antibodies that that's how the body works. That's supposed to keep you from getting the germ later on. But some viruses will over. It doesn't matter. So right now what they're doing, they are doing antibody testing to see 
if that will help people get better from the virus. I read a, I read a report the other day where they're actually using blood platelets of people who have already had the virus. They're using those platelets yeah. uh, to inject in currently sick patients right. to see if that helps. But check this out. This is from the CDC. It says, as of April 2nd, 2020. From the who? CDC. From the who? The CDC. Who? The CDC. Who? Uh, the CDC. As of April 2nd, 2020, the, Congress, the uh, coronavirus 2019. When was that article released, by the way? Uh, That's important, written? and I'll tell you why here. Don't it was written April 10th of 2020. Okay, good. Because okay. at that time, the CDC had not been commandeered right. by the nut in the White House. Exactly. As of last week, any information coming out of the CDC, <laughs> Has you, to have, be to, vetted, you yeah. have to look at it with a grain of salt. It says the Corona disease 2019 pandemic has resulted in 89,000 cases and 45,000 deaths worldwide. 45,000. Right. Now that was worldwide. in April. That was in April. Yeah. Including 239, 200, 239, 279,000 cases and 5,443 deaths in the United States. Uh, in the United States, 22% of the population is made up of infants, children, and adolescents aged 18. Uh, data from China suggested pan, um, pediatric COVID-19 cases might be less severe than cases in adults and that children might experience different symptoms than do adults. However, disease characteristics among pediatric patients in the United States have been described, have not been described. Data from, 140, uh, data from 149,760 laboratories confirm COVID-19 cases in the United States occurring during February 12th to April 2nd were analyzed among 149,082, 99.6% reported cases for which ages ages was known 2572 1.7% were among children aged 18 right data's data data was also data was was not available for a small portion of patients on many important variables including symptoms 9.4% underlying conditions 13% hospitalization status 33% among those with available information 70% of, of pediatric patients had symptoms of fever, cough, and shortness of breath compared with 93% of adults aged 18 to 64 years during the same period. 5.7% of all pediatric patients, or 20% of those for whom hospitalization status was known, were hospitalized. Was, were hospitalized. Lower than the percentage hospitalized among all adults 18 to 64. Did you hear that? You had more kids hospitalized for this mm -hmm. than you did adults. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that right there says you shouldn't let your kids go back to school. Bingo. Period, point blank. Bingo. Because kids have been hospitalized for it mm -hmm. at a higher rate than adults. Now, that was that article was from what what was that date again? That was from this April. article. Was April 10th, yeah. Right. So what they're saying now is. It's from the CDC's webpage. Right. But what they're saying now is that more kids are dying. And it's their weekly. It was their. It's their weekly morbidity and more. More. I can't even say it. More. more dang. Morality weekly report. I can't even get it out, man. Okay. Spell the word, please. <laughs> <laughs> spell it, dog. I knew people who would read who couldn't pronounce a word. They just spell they it just out. Spell it out. I, yeah. I knew people who actually did that. I'm gonna start doing that because it's like it's like you you get it on your tongue. You, you can say it. Yeah. But it's just like, how do I get it out? 
Yeah, that's crazy. But is, the, oh. but they're saying now that more and more kids are dying. More and more kids are catching the disease. Um, that's why that number is important. Because, see, theor- I mean, it's not even theoretical. Kids have parents. So let's say the kids don't die. Let's say the kids don't really get sick. But what the, what the testing found in Florida is those kids were asymptomatic, which means that they are super spreaders. That right. sounds like a negative word, but that's what they are because they're asymptomatic, so they're, they're going about their regular business. They're good to go, yeah. And they're giving it to other people. That's, that's why Florida is a hotbed right now. And I think what people ought to be doing is look – yeah, we ought to be testing adults. Right, right. But we need to be testing kids. No, I agree. I agree. Everybody, everybody, honestly. Right. Everybody needs to be tested, but kids ought to be first at this point because apparently because of their, their physiology, yeah. they are asymptomatic in most cases. But I'm still confused on how on how we as a country have come to the fact that we should open up. I mean – I'm I'm still confused on that, but but again, I, I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth because I understand and I understand the need to open up. You're you're coming into the light, Robert. No, I, I've always I've always been into the light. You're, you're no, coming I've always, into the light. I've always been into Come, the light, Robert. But Dave, I keep telling you, I can see both sides. I see the I see the economic component that's also tied to this, because again, Dave, black folks by us okay, being you're moving away from the light now. <laughs> You were almost there, dog. No, man. No, I mean, no. Seriously, I get it. I get why we should, why, why we should, you know, shelter in place and stay at home, mm-hmm. not try to open up the economy. I get that from a logical perspective. I also get the economic piece of this from a logical perspective as well. I mean, think about it, Dave. I mean, man, if this thing gets any worse and we stay, I mean, you got you got big companies like uh, what is it, Urbanware? You got all these companies that are closing up. Yeah, that's that's trouble for us. We, I understand that, and you're exactly right. And you right. got to think about who are losing jobs. Those are black people losing I, those I, jobs. I understand So that. if we continue to lose jobs like this, and you got to remember, 50% of black males anywhere are already unemployed, mm-hmm. and the 50% and the 50% is working, If pretty soon you're going to have 70% of black folks unemployed. So the alternative is what? We have to find a happy medium. We have to find a way to go back out into society and be productive and also at the same time put money back into our economy. Okay, so it's pretty clear that that happy medium – see, the problem is when you think along those so lines – So I can say this, Dave. It's easy for – it would be easy for me to say we should stay at home if I work for Joe Blow Smoke mm-hmm. because all the responsibility is on him. Right, but unfortunately, you and me, all the responsibility is on us. I agree. We got to we got to feed ourselves. I There's know. nobody else trying I to agree. feed us. And I tell you, every day I worry, I worry. But but you keep but you keep going out and doing what you got to do, right? Look, I've but always, you keep going out and doing what you got to yeah, do, right? But you know what I've what I've done. But you you know what? To some degree, I, you know I, what you're I've being made a will. To some degree, you know what you're doing. What? You've been a Republican. No, see why are you going to. To some degree, you've been no, a Republican, Dave, no, and I'm disappointed no. in you right now. I'm fortunate enough to have a couple of places where I go where I'm not around people. Did you say you have a wheel? You you created a new wheel or is a new one? Why? Because I, you don't know when this virus is going to hit. So you really think that this is going to take you out, dude? It's, I'm, it's a it's a possibility. Look, anything is possible. I'm scared. 
and a lot of people are scared. Look, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. I've been through some. Man, I've been shot at. I've been chased by gang members in mm-hmm, my lifetime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have never been more scared because I always felt when I was running from those guys that I was going to get away. They ain't going to catch me. Well, you don't feel the same way about Corona? You don't think you can run away from it? Hell no. Really? It's everywhere. That's the problem. It's everywhere. You don't know if it's when you go take a leak. When you, when That's you, a good point. When you, when you, when you go to a store. When you when you walk down the street, when you walk up some stairs, you can be by yourself, and that virus could still be on the on the on the stair rails. You, it's everywhere. That's a good point. That's the that's the problem, is that we don't know where it is. That's a good point. You see, so I keep hand sanitizer. I wear a mask. I do everything. I'm fortunate that in the office where I work during the day, my boss is in one side. He's in one side. I'm on the other side, okay? The campus which I work on, there are no students at this time. And even if it becomes students, I don't have to deal with them. Okay. You ready, Dave? Okay. Here we go. I got to read I gotta read this. I got I got some really good comments. Okay. And I got to read them. So I, I'll, I'll let you comment on them. I won't comment. Okay. I'll let you comment. Okay. One says, okay. yes, I'm a teacher, so I have to go. Both parents are teachers, so, yeah, they are going. Look at the Arkansas data. No children have died from it. More people die from flu. We don't do anything this serious for influenza. Did that person just say they were a teacher? Yes. What? Come on, what what do you think? Okay, Let 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 me ask the teacher a question. There have been close to 150,000 Americans to have died within a four-month period. And if you just read, if you just listen to the article we just read, it says that uh, kids are hospitalized more than adults. So I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. No, finish, Dave. What, what you got? At what point in the influenza pandemic, and it hadn't been a pandemic, that 150,000 people died within four months? That's a good question to ask. Don't have an answer yet, but I'm I'm sure okay. I'll get one. Where where now? True, there are a lot of people who die from the flu yearly, mm-hmm. but not a hundred and fifty thousand. I think the numbers. Months. I think the average is about what thirty thousand. Yeah, thirty forty thousand something like that. Not a yeah. hundred and fifty thousand in four months. Yeah. Not that hundred, that's, not not a hundred and fifty thousand in four months. Not double the amount of people who died in Vietnam. What grade she teaches, or he teaches? <laughs> Come on, man. You he don't want anybody if, to know. If you are a teacher, you ought to be able to discern and analyze data. And you got to know that what you just posted is pure asinine. You think it's asinine? Maybe of that, course it that's is. That's their opinion, Dave. You can't say it's asinine. That's their opinion, Dave. Okay. That's you their, can't be mean to that's, people, Dave. That's their opinion based on faulty data. And when you use faulty data, you're Donald Trump. They said they co- they teach fifth grade, Dave. Dave, quit hating. Where? <laughs> quit hating. <laughs> Stop it. I uh, is that is that Miss Johnson? Oh no, I want. I'm sorry, but I don't want my kid in Miss Johnson's class. It keeps cutting out. Don't say Miss Johnson. Miss Johnson, my third grade teacher. She was the bomb. Don't. Okay. He ain't talking about my Miss Johnson. 
I don't know what Miss Johnson he talking about. But I'm talking, talking about, about my, my sixth grade Miss Johnson who took my J double R Tolkien. I had my sixth grade teacher was a Miss Johnson. Old white heifer. I had we had the same white Miss Johnson at Southwest. No, I had her at a uh, at Garland. No, this lady was at Southwest. She was old. Oh, okay. No, mine was Johnson. She talked like this. I'm Miss Johnson. Why you got that book? That book too. That book too advanced for you. Well, I've only read the trilogy three times prior. Well, that book too, man. Why are you reading that? Well, I like the book. I like J.W.R. Tolkien. I like The Hobbit. I like Lord of the Rings. I like Return of the Kings. I've only read the trilogy three more t- three times prior. Tanya wrote, not smarter than a fifth grader. <laughs> That's terrible. Okay. We got to be nice to people. Look, come on. Look, got to be nice. I'm to nice friends. to people when you un- unless you start ignorance. And that statement was just ignorance. It was based on ignorance. You and can't I'm, say that, It was, Dave. because all you got to do is go look at the numbers. Compare, take, take any four-month period in American health and look up flu, influenza and take any four, in the four-month period of coronavirus, you will know just on, just, oh, God. Oh, I'm sorry. Calm I'm down. I'm sorry. Wusa, Wusa. Dave. Wusa, Dave. Woo-sa. Hey Dave. Okay, what I'm else gonna you pray for you. Uh, thank you. I'll keep waiting. I'm gonna pray for you. I'll keep waiting on that blessing. I'm gonna pray for you, baby. I'm gonna pray for that teacher. She needs you. it. I'm gonna pray for you. Okay. I was gonna pray for you. And did they? Dave oh, Cole. oh, did she say also that there haven't been any children he. to die, or did he say that there haven't been any children to die yeah, no children in Arkansas died. from the coronavirus? No children have died. Do you believe that? He said the data could be skewed. <laughs> okay, y'all messing with me. Uh, see, y'all messing with me. Okay. No, I'm reading comments. Okay. Uh, y'all messing. I'm okay. reading so, comments. What do we do? I know what you're doing. You're trying to get me riled up on the Tuesday show. I'm not gonna go there with that stupidity. The data can be skewed. So what interest do we have to skew the data about people dying from COVID-19? What, 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 what benefit does anyone have to do that? Robert, he's your friend. Answer for him. I can't answer for him. I can't answer for him. He's a grown man. I can't answer. I can't answer. I can't oh, answer Oh, Lord, have mercy. Mercy me. I can't answer for him, Dave. I know you want me to, but I can't. Oh, God. What? Woosa, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh, See, uh, I'm just saying. Okay, all right. Can we can we move on? Please. Or do you have any more comments from your uh, your golf buddies? None at the moment. You, you don't. Oh, hold on, hold on. You checking? Hold on, hold on. Uh, he said they may be blaming a lot of deaths on COVID that are not really COVID related. Okay. It's to push an agenda and uh, scare tactics. Okay, who whose agenda? I don't know. We'll who, who, whose agenda? Oh, and by the way, let me address that not dying from COVID. Let's let's go to the AIDS. Oh no, let's do cancer. Since everybody's familiar with cancer, right? There are a lot of people who don't necessarily die from cancer. You know what they usually die from? What? The treatments to get rid of the cancer. Does that still mean that they would not die from cancer without treatment? 
I know that's deep for a lot of y'all, but think about that for a moment. Let's say you get cancer and you don't get any treatment. Are you gonna die? Yes, girls and boys, and you're gonna die painfully. But we also know that a lot of people who get cancer they don't necessarily succumb to the cancer. They die from the treatment because the treatment disables their immune systems a lot of times and they end up getting other ailments. But what was the original ailment, girls and boys? It was cancer. I hope that wasn't too simplistic for, for you all. Let's move on. <laughs> you was one cruel brother. Man, why you being mean to our guests? I'm not being People mean. tune into the show to listen to us, I'm, and you try to lop their heads off. Stop I, that, I'm not being Be mean. nice, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm, this is an information show, okay? And this show, we like to believe that the information that we give out on this show is good information. Okay, so when you come and you challenge the good information with with junk, are science, you ready for? Are you ready for l- this? L- let me finish my point okay. because I may not finish it after you read what you're going to read today. Okay, when you challenge our good information with junk science and right wing talking points and Donald Trump, that dog just ain't gonna hunt on this show. All right, are you ready? I guess. Your question was, whose agenda are they pushing? All right, here we go. The Illuminati, right? Are you ready? Go ahead. Democrats, fear and control. Be nice, man. Be nice, Dave. <laughs> Be nice, Dave. Be nice, Dave. I'll just say this first and foremost. Okay. I am the furthest from a Democrat than a lion is from an elk, unless I'm chasing the elk. Right. Okay? So I'm not pushing a Democratic agenda, number one. So if the Democrats, excuse me, if the Democrats are pushing an agenda, are you saying that the Republicans are not? Clearly they are, because they're telling you to take your kids to school, take a chance on them dying. Is that not an agenda? And by the way, texter of whomever you are on Robin's Robert's wall, <laughs> do you have children? And are you sending your children to school confidently? Or do you have grandchildren? And are you telling your 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 children that it's okay to send their children to school? And if you don't answer yes, then that tells me you have no credibility. Hold on, Dave. Stop, Dave. Stop, stop lopping heads. So there is a website you can go to. It's uh, called the Wealth, the World Health Organization. And on this website, it gives you information about COVID, where COVID came from, how COVID started. So you don't have to listen to the news. You can actually read where it came from. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna share. Uh, a tidbit if I can find a thing I want to read. Is this one of your golfing buddies, by the way? 
Yes. Uh, no the first human, the first human cases, the first human cases of COVID, night of COVID, the disease caused by a novel, a naval, uh, coronavirus causing COVID nineteen, subsequently named SARS, COV two, were first reported by the officials in Wuhan city, China, Wuhan, Wuhan. All right, in December of twenty nineteen, respectively. Investigators by Chinese investigations by Chinese authorities have identified human cases with onset of symptoms in, er, in early December 2019. Right. While some of the earliest known cases had a link to a, a wholesale food market in Wuhan, mm-hmm. some which, did which, not. Which, Many of the which, by the way, that food market, by the way, was next door to a uh, the testing facility which the virus developed. Yeah. And they believe that people that were in that testing facility were asymptomatic and would travel to the market to get lunch and right. things of that nature, and that's how the market became infected. infected so let's it, not right. think that it came from the market. Right. It actually came from a facility. Oh, that's what we that's that's the that's a that's the terminology. We don't know that to be we don't know that to be for fact. We, there's nothing that can show us that for fact, right? Or, or is that speculation? Or? There has been proven speculation as to that's how it ended up. Dave, happening. you're talking like a damn Republican. You can't say proven speculation. Damn, Dave, you're talking like a Republican. It's rubbing off on me. <laughs> you're talking like a Republican. All right, go ahead, Richard. That's going to be proven right? speculation. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I read a report. Oh, okay. From, okay. By, I believe it was from WHO. Who who made that point? Oh, made the point. Okay, I got you. The, I didn't know the facility. So. so here it goes, right here. So I think we're finna get to your get to your thing, Dave. Okay. It I'm says right investigators by Chinese authorities have identified human cases of onset with onset of symptoms in early December 2019. Actually, they reported that they were as far back as August. Yeah. While right some ahead. of the earliest known cases had a link to a wholesale food market in Wuhan, mm-hmm. some did not. Many of the initial patients were the were either st- stall owners, market employees, or regular visitors to this market. Right. Environment, environmental samples. And by the way, let's be clear that the doctor who first discovered it, who worked in that facility, he died of COVID-19. Okay. 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 Or and, regular, was, and was known to have visited that market. Okay. Environmental samples. Taken from the mar- taken from this market in December of 2019, tested positive for SARS, further suggesting that the market in Wuhan City was the source of this outbreak or played a role mm-hmm. in the initial I would agree with that. amplification of the outbreak. Mm-hmm. The market was closed on January 1, 2020. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how Republicans, I mean, how Democrats reached over way over in Wuhan, China and created some uh, some disease. I mean, maybe they did. I just don't know. It's a conspiracy. Everything's a conspiracy, bro. But, I mean, that's to your point. And like I said, I've been really following this, uh, this case because I think we as people have got to be able to do our own research, number one, and be able to make sure that we just cannot sit around and listen to Republicans. Now, uh, or, or government, whether you're Republican or Democrat, the one advantage that we have today that we may not have had years ago is the internet, okay? okay. We can basically do our research for ourselves. 
you know. Dave, you just got a new word, Dave. So it's, that's going to be my new phrase, proven speculation. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, I, I'm, uh, make sure you pay me all my royalties. Proven speculation. But, like but, but the point is that we can do our own research now. Just like you just We did. can, but okay. we don't always do it. Well, but but we should try. But that's the great thing about our show, right? So mm-hmm. we educate people on the impact that these things have on them. Right, exactly. So, so we should try to do our own research. We should. You we know, shouldn't take people's we, word we for what they say. We should not take people's even, word. Even on the show. Even on e- our even show. Even Governor Parsons in Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. P. Mr. P. Yeah. Who who needed ten thousand dollars? He had ten thousand dollars in uh, out of state out of state expenses. Yeah. Out of state, I, I'm just that just blows my mind, man. Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, <laughs> couple some other news related to the coronavirus is the SWAC has called off fall sports because of the pandemic. That's what's up. Do a SWAC, and, baby, and, and good for them. Now here's a funny TSU. thing. TSU. Remember we brought up this story on Friday. Or maybe it was on my Saturday show, and the commissioner for the SWAC, he vociferously said that was not going to happen. Not going to happen. A reporter had already he had reported it on Friday that it was going to happen, and the meeting was going to take place on Monday. Okay. And the the SWAC uh, commissioner said that's a lie. That has not been substantiated. We're not meeting till Monday. Well, egg on your face, dude. The SWAC has called it off. We said it Saturday was going to happen, and I'll say it again, that it was the right thing to do. It is the right thing to do. And although we are preparing to air Little Rock Central's broadcast, I'm telling you, folks, I don't think I don't think that they should be playing football. I've said that over and over again. They should not be playing football. Here's the other irony that just popped in my head, and I saw this on somebody else's wall. So the same people who did nothing to keep – AR-15s out of schools and kids being murdered in schools are the same people now who are telling you to send your kids to school because of the virus. I, you know, I never. <laughs> you I'm, get that? Yeah, no, I know. I'm. You know, I was thinking about. I was thinking about something the other day, man. Do you know how painful it is? Because you know, every time I think about, I think about school shootings. Mm-hmm. It's it's really it's really it's really intriguing to me how the whole school shooting thing has evolved, right? Mm-hmm. So remember, originally when they put the police in schools, the reason they were there was because white men, mm-hmm. were sh- white boys were shooting up schools, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But white boys shoot up schools, you put police in schools, then black boys get arrested. Yep. How does that happen? Yep. I mean, what is that? What I mean, how does that work, right? That's called systematic racism. But it's incredible. It's incredible how the whole thing shakes out, right? Yep. Um, black kids don't eat, so they put out money to feed black kids. The nonprofit hires white people to run the organization mm-hmm. that feeds black kids. Well, don't you think that if a black family's not eating, would they need a job more than damn food? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It just, I just, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. No, that's called white supremacy, and, uh, you know, that's how they do it. Another story uh, for your friend. Thirteen nuns from Michigan in a convent die of COVID-19. 
you know, they probably didn't die of COVID nineteen. That's no, probably something else. They probably died yeah. of loneliness. Yeah, it's probably just loneliness. lack of sex. Lack of sex, probably. Yeah. You know, they 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 didn't die of COVID nineteen. You know, no that no no. This is actually a really sad story. Yeah, the and, nuns uh, who lived together. He said uh, the conditions of the food market were bad, very poorly cleaned and maintained. So he's saying if you keep your house clean. You will not get COVID. Okay. Don't read any more of his stuff. Okay. I'm assuming that's what yes. he's saying. I don't know that to be a fact. No. Uh, don't don't read any more of his stuff. Oh, Lord have mercy. So let me ask you a question. But Dave, uh, hold on, Dave. Uh, you, if you, don't 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 do it. I'm turning the mic off. What, Dave? Why you, Dave? Why you acting like this? Go ahead. If you're insulting me right now, uh, well, when, my, when my people are listening to the show, why you get so upset? That's because I'm ashamed of your people, and I don't. Why? Want, I don't want listeners to think that you're an idiot. <laughs> uh, it's the it's the love I have for you, bro. It's the love I have. I'm trying to protect you, man. You got issues. I'm trying to protect you. You got issues. Okay. That's why I'm. A, oh, that's, a, that's why I'm gonna buy you a Dallas Cowboy mask so they won't catch anything. <laughs> you I got, got serious a, I got a million of them. Okay. Oh, the hits just keep on coming. Oh my goodness! Oh, I'm about to cry. I can't take this anymore. Now you know what? Hey, everybody! Everybody has differing views. I respect everyone's opinion. I don't always agree with them, but I respect their opinions. I do respect their opinions. But you know, that's that's well and good. But when your views are 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 you know they are battered around with facts, then your views don't give don't don't mean nothing. When facts can debunk your views, then who cares about your views? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Hey, capital I mean, um, um, everybody has a different view, Dave. That's all I'm gonna say, man. Everybody has a different view. Everybody has a different My view, man. Certain. Everybody has a different view. My head certain. Okay. All right. So, uh, just back to the nun story because I thought this was a sad story. Thirteen nuns from the same Michigan convent have died of coronavirus in a deadly wave that claimed twelve of them in just one month. Damn, one month. Okay. When when has the flu did that? I'm just asking for. Hey, will you stop I'm picking just, on? Will you stop picking on our people? For an idiotic poster, uh, the nuns who live together at the Felicia Center Sisters Convent in Livonia uh, were all aged between 79 and 99. Twelve of them died in one month between April 10th to May 10th. At this time, 18 other nuns had contracted COVID-19 and were being treated for the virus. On June 27th, one of the 18 nuns battling also died. Uh, the nuns lived and worked together mostly as teachers at the convent, uh, which was home for 65 sisters prior to the pandemic. That's just a sad story. You know, all of those women have had lived long and great lives apparently, and now they end up dying from a virus that no one took serious. So let me let me check this and out. By man. the way, I guess their prayers didn't work either. Stay, stop with the stop that man. 
So okay, I just reading through this. I just reading this report, and this is what's really interesting because I didn't know this, and I'm gonna share it with y'all because I didn't know it. And I'm, I'm probably sure y'all didn't know it either. It says uh, another coronavirus, SARS, uh, COV one, the causes of the cause of the severe acute respiratory syndrome, SARS outbreak in 2003 was also close re- closely related to the other coronaviruses isolated from bats. Mm-hmm. These close genetic relations of SARS-CoV-1, uh, SARS-CoV-2, and other coronaviruses suggest that they all have their <clears throat> ecological origin in bat populations. Many of these coronaviruses can also infect several animal species. For example, SARS-1 infected CIVET cats and then humans, I did what you said, while the virus causing the mid the mid east respiratory syndrome mars COVID, is found in d-r-o-m-e-d-a-r-y camels and has continued to infect humans since 2012. so COVID 19 is not the only one there are there are a couple others out there too mm-hmm. so yeah it says uh but all available evidence for COVID 19 suggests sars COVID 2 has a zoonotic Z o o n o t i c zoonotic source, zoonotic source. Mm-hmm. Since there is usually limited close contact between humans and bats, it is more likely that the transmission of the virus to humans happened through another animal species, one that is more likely to be handled by humans. This intermediary Ooh, that could be really bad animal <laughs> host. Or animal host of why source. Is it, why is it you don't see stray dogs in China? Could stop, man. Could be a domestic animal, a wild animal, or, or a. Will you stop, man? Stop I'm it. I'm just asking. You know, or I domest- got a story about or that. Domesticated wild, it, or domesticated wild, or domesticated wild animal, and as of yet has not. I told you about identified. the story in Memphis, right? Yeah, but will you stop? Don't do I, that. Don't do I that, man. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. Hey. It, look, it, hey, that's not that's not a rumor. That's fact. You should be ashamed of yourself. As a matter of fact, there have been uh, there have been they've been. You need to worry about what you're eating for your chicken nuggets, right? Because there have been there there have been uh, allegedly chicken coming from China. Yeah. That they thought was chicken. Yeah. You know what it was? What? Rat meat. <sighs> Dave, will you stop? People are eating Chinese right now as they listen to the show, and you're talking about rat meat. Do you know what it is? Dave, you're talking about rat meat. Do you know, Stop, do you Dave. Know what it Stop, was? man. Is, 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 that, is that orange chicken really chicken? Stop, Dave. <laughs> man, I was going to eat Chinese after the show. Now I can't. You Damn. You can go ahead and eat it. No, I can't. Not, not now I can't. Okay. You, you messed up What my about whole that day. peppered steak? Is you it messed really up, steak? You messed up my whole day. Is that peppered steak really steak? You screwed up my whole day, Dave. Or Cole, is man. it uh, Fido? You screwed up my whole day, Dave. I'm Cole. sorry. I'm, I'm just... My whole damn there, day there you is, screwed up just a, now. You, can I tell the story? My whole damn day you screwed up Can I tell the story now? about Memphis? Please don't. Please don't. Come on. Come on. Let me tell Please you. don't. Some people hadn't heard the story. Can don't, I tell it? Don't do it, Dave. Go ahead, okay. Dave. Go ahead. Because, see, I didn't believe it at first. You got to tell the story. I, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. Come on. Let, let me just tell it quick. I'm, okay, I'm not going to tell the whole story. All right. Go ahead. But I was working at WHBQ in Memphis, and uh, this was this was my first radio job where I was getting paid. Okay. And I had been there a couple of years. And of course, you know they did the the boat lift of the Vietnamese people. You know they put some all right. over the country. Um, 
and they put some at Fort um, Fort Chaffee and Fort Smith. Yeah. They put some at the uh, air base in Memphis, okay. uh, Millington, uh, at the air base in Memphis. And then they started, you know, separating them and putting them into communities. Right. Okay. Um, and we, I was, I was a producer of a Saturday show, which was, it was called the Swap Meet. Uh, and what they would do is people would call up literally on the air every Saturday, give their phone number, uh, the item that they were selling, and the price. Okay. And people would call them. And quite often people would call up with missing pets <laughs> as well. Okay. Why are you laughing? I hadn't said anything funny. Stop it, Robert. Okay, you gonna make me laugh. I this can't is, help this it. is a serious story. Okay. Somebody just six and said, "Dave acted like Trump, Chinese virus." <laughs> I didn't say that. Did. <laughs> Look. Okay, can I finish my story? Can I finish my story? Okay. So Jesus. we started getting. Um, a number of calls on that Saturday morning show about pets coming up missing. And they were coming up missing in the same area. You know, because they would give their phone number and address. And if you've seen Spot right. or Bully or whatever, right. call this number. We are in this area. Okay. <laughs> so you, you laugh, but this is, I am. I you tell the longest stories. You remember Michael Larry. Uh, well, you keep a, you keep a interrupting me. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna tell you a story. So, you tell me this. Go so, ahead. so then, one of the people that were listening to the show happened to be one of the people who worked in the government who helped resettle the refugees. Okay. <laughs> and it hit her like a ton of bricks. What was going on? And it was. And what was actually going on is. The dogs were being and cats were being kidnapped, so <laughs> or dog nap. They were holding for ransom or, or catnap. No, and they didn't pay the ransom. No, they eat them. They were putting them out of their misery, dog. I'm telling you, they they were trying to co- collect the ransom, but they weren't returning the product. No, but seriously. <laughs> so she went over you to the neighborhood. Uh, this is a true story. Okay. She actually went to the neighborhood oh, and come to find out that when they began to, because you got to understand, those people were from Vietnam, uh, they were from Cambodia, they were not used to American customs. Okay, they were escaping the Khmer Rouge. If you know, if you go back and do some research on the Khmer Rouge, this was one of the most vicious. Uh, uh, governments in the history of America. Uh, okay. There are some sad stories where they've got thousands of um, of uh, 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 skulls set up where these people had killed uh, uh, their 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 citizens. Okay. So they weren't aware of American values and mores and things of that nature. So to make a long story short, when she went and she started talking to them, she started checking the refrigerators and freezers, and sure enough. There was Spot, there was Lolly, there was Bully, <laughs> there was Whitey, there was you got issues, whatever your pet's name were. He was those, in the freezer? He was he or she was in those. You freezers. had ordered him and took him home and didn't you even know, know it. Didn't even know it. You were you were feeding a mass. You got but, issues. But man. but the fact of the matter is in other parts of the world, uh, oh, dogs man. and cats are being eaten 
and are edible. And if you look, all you got to do is go and watch some of Tony Bourdain's uh, stories when he traveled to Asia and other parts and, and, and places like that. And he goes to the outdoor markets. You literally see those dogs being barbecued, you know, or whatever the case may be. So you should have dogs. The, well, whatever they're 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 four legged <clears throat> animals. Look, have you ever seen a movie from a foreign country and there was a stray dog? I rest my case. All right. Also, in other news, before we get out of here, we got to give we got to give some kudos to Fox News because. It turns out they are just as disgusting as we all thought. Oh, man, come on, man. They are. Why'd you do that, man? Sean Hannity. He only get, he only put up, what, 1200 bucks? He could have put, put up more. Tucker Carlson. Player, player. And Ed Henry. Let's get it on. Have all, well, it's funny you say let's get it on because Ed Henry is accused of a vicious rape. Let's get it on. Hannity and Carlson are also accused of sexual harassment at Fox News. Who? Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson. So, you know that old <sighs> saying, birds of a feather flock together? Yeah. It's no wonder that they support Trump the way they do. They're buds. Dave, people are mad at you. They said, why'd you let Dave do that? People are eating Chinese while you're doing that, man. That is not cool. Bet you won't eat it now. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you just stopped. Bet you won't finish that horse chicken. <laughs> That sweet and sour pork, yeah, really pork. Sweet and sour, sweet and sour, fluffy. Yeah, sweet and sour blacky. Yeah, oh my goodness. I'm just saying. I don't know what to say to you anymore. And if you after you finish eating, if you start making dog or cat sounds, (laughs) there you go. Dave, you gotta stop, man. You gotta stop. Look and look and look. I'm not being mean. I mean that's just you. You know, in doing research and watch, I watch a lot of documentaries and things of that nature. You understand that there are different cultures. There are different. There are different uh, uh, people. You know. So those of you who think I'm being anti-Asian, let me give you another episode of Anthony Bourdain, who he went to Africa. Okay, and what they would do, they didn't cook this particular tribe where he ate. Didn't cook their meat. Here's what they did. Well, yes, they did. Here's how they would cook it. With no wrapping or anything, they would simply bury the meat in the fire with the coals. So when it was done, they would pull it out and they would eat the the coals and the meat and everything. And Anthony Bourdain in that particular episode, now he'll tell you when he's gotten a bad meal. Mm-hmm. And he said, this has got to be the worst damn meal I've ever eaten in all my years <laughs> in broadcasting. Because it was nasty looking. So my point being is that different cultures eat different things. So the fact that they do eat dogs and cats. So I'll give you another example. So I'm watching right now Top Shelf. And this particular episode, episode 10, they've gotten down to the final three. And they're in Alaska, okay? okay? And one of the things that the chefs have to make is a dish from salmon, okay? So there were, there are all, what you don't know, there are all kinds of breeds of salmon. Right. And, I'm, I, and I've forgotten the particular name of this salmon, but one of the chefs, they had to choose two different species. And this chef 
chose sockeye and another species of salmon. So after he prepared the meal, there were people who were standing around his tent and asking him about this particular breed of salmon. Incredulously, they were looking at him like, what are you doing? Right. Come to find out that this particular breed of salmon is only fed to the dogs. Okay? Right. So, ironically, that particular chef ends up winning because they were so used to feeding this breed of salmon to dogs that they had never actually tried it and eaten it as a regular staple. And in that particular town, salmon was the staple. So I say that to say that depending on where you are, I mean, I remember meeting um, Jordan Tutu. He played for the Nashville Predators. He was from in, the Inuit. He was, uh, he was an Inuit uh, Native American, Native North American. In other words, his hometown, I think he said, was 150 miles north of Canada. It was an, uh, in Antarctica. You know what they used to eat to stay strong and healthy? What? Walrus testicles. <clears throat> so I like chilling, so I can dig that. Well, ex- well, that's a good example. We in America, I won't say we because I don't eat them. But we clean the crap out of them. But me, I don't care. It's, still, it's funny you say crap because they are crap. They're good, but I, you know, as a matter of fact, I'm America, get some today. I'm hungry. Okay, well, well, just don't try Chinese people. And by the way, they I'm eat. Look, the look, they eat chitlins in Yances. China. I'm going to be Yances and get some today. What I'm saying some. is that there are different countries who have different mores about what they eat. Yeah. So it's not a it's not a slap to say that Asians do eat dogs and cats because they do. Okay, it's just that they theoretically shouldn't be doing it in America all right as a matter of fact in the Bahamas again Anthony Bourdain there's this giant rodent that they have to catch at night and it's about the size of a dog and it is in the it is in the the rat family that they hunt at night and they eat did you know that shrimp or lobster I should say is actually a cousin to the cockroach. Do what? It's a cousin to the cockroach. Uh-uh. So don't poke fun at what people eat. I mean, look, I'm a connoisseur of food, all right? Don't, don't poke fun at what people eat, all right? But I'm just saying different countries, different mores. And then you have to realize there are a lot of countries who are poor. They have to eat what they eat, okay? So meat in a lot of diets around the world is a luxury. We take it for granted here. We began to see that with the COVID-19 when we had to run on the meat uh, in the stores. It's a luxury that, that, are, that isn't afforded to a lot of people out there. So, look, y'all know I speak from fact. <laughs> I'm just Proven speculation. Proven speculation. Proven speculation. Exactly. Every day. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> That's what the Trump administration lives by. You are you, that is your Republicans. That is your Republicans. That's your Republican yep. thing, right Proven there. Proven speculation. Proven speculation. Okay. All right, so we got to get out of here, folks. I hope you all enjoyed the show. There were a couple other stories we didn't get to today, but we will tomorrow. 
uh, and follow up. And I'm sure they'll. By the way, your president is resuming his um, his coronavirus task force meetings, uh, press conferences today. If you want to laugh, today is the day that you want to pay attention. All right, because I'm sure that he'll. You know, he was bragging about his test that he made for cognitive ability because yeah. he could identify an elephant. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. He's a man. I'm just saying. He's a man. I'll, I'm just saying. This guy is rich in stupidity. All right, Roberto. Hey, man. You know, what you brings go. us to this point? Today I had to ride with my man, Carter Woodson, because I just needed you to hear this one today, Dave. Okay. This goes out to everybody today. It says history shows that it does. History shows that it does not matter who is in power or what revolutionary forces take over the government. Those who have not learned to do for themselves and have to depend solely on others never obtain any more rights or privileges in the end than they had in the beginning. I totally agree. My with man you. Carter G. Woodson, the father of the father African American history of the Black History of Black History Month. You know, so I, I, he's right on. Originally Black that. History Week, but yeah, I digress. Well, actually, it was Black History Day. No, it was Black History Week. That's it how was, he started. Black actually, History it was, Week. It was one they gave you one day originally. Oh, who did? They oh, did. they did. Yeah. Well, he he yeah. took a week. He I didn't think take it was like the the first Tuesday in February. That's ugly. Like that. That's ugly. Here's mine by one of my favorite scientists. He's a scientist. Will you stop? Okay, Doctor Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's a scientist. Not that anybody asks, but I object to religion in science classrooms, not because it's religion, but because it's not science. Woo! Shots fired. Oh, Jesus. Y'all have a great day. Hey, spend money on community. If you don't, nobody else will. Peace and love, black folks. And stay away from my pets. been listening to black focus where we discuss our issues with our solutions and our voices join us every weekday afternoon at 1 p.m on joinetradio.com